This is the Game Gestures Gaming Update Podcast here on Podcast 17. <clears throat> we're here going to try something new this one where we're live both on Twitch and Facebook this time, yeah. where we're each going to a different platform. So you can have, if you don't have Twitch, you can jump on our Facebook page, or vice versa. So there's getting more out there for you to get uh, in touch with us during our podcast here. So, so Jessica, you have your platform of choice and you know, you whatever. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica the legend, man. Jessica's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to first jump off with one thing I was going to save until the end, but I actually think it's going to be a pretty good uh, starting point. So Devil May Cry 5, that just launched today. Today, yep. I almost picked it yeah. up. I almost redboxed it. I was so tempted. I, I went by I the almost red box. Did too. I saw it at the redbox sitting, and I'm like, oh, I need this. I need it. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, you know what? If I get it now, I'm going to just keep it all weekend, and this $3 rental is going to be a $25 rental, and it's going to turn into a $60 rental, and I could just buy the game. So, Yeah, at that point, you just buy it for that. Mm-hmm. But I think if you did, it would have been good because you would have had news for it. But I've been watching... I've been watching uh, podcasts, uh, live videos. I've been watching people on Twitch play it. I've been watching all the reviews. I've been looking at it all day today. And I'm actually excited to say it's doing extremely well. Everyone I saw the reviews on, everyone I saw play it, everyone's enjoying it. The combat runs smoothly. It's really good. The cutscenes are beautiful. Uh-huh. They put a lot of work in it. So I've been reading through all of the reviews that I wrote on them. And that's everything everyone's saying. The story is actually playing out really well, but the cutscenes are one thing that everyone's jumping on that they're saying they're really good for. It's really well done. And not too bad because the, um, not to cut you off there, but the PS4 Metacritic score is currently sitting at 86. So that's not terrible. Uh, you know, not like the greatest, but it's, you know, anything above 85 is usually considered good on Metacritic. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had. Uh, there's a few things. Get this moved up over here. There's a few thing, the few games that like I thought did really bad and they get really high score, uh-huh. and then there's other games that got I thought were really good and they get low score and vice versa. So I'm always iffy with that. But well, I mean, I'm glad it, this one's up there. It is and... keeping in. It is mostly for the most part keeping in check with where Devil May Cry ranks on Metacritic. It's usually for the most part, uh, from what I've been seeing, what I've been, what I'm looking at on Metacritic right now, it is a lot of, you know, mid 80s for a lot of their games. So you know, it's right on. So if you think all the other ones are good and <laughs> that has a good Metacritic score right there, then you know you're set. Yeah. So one thing. Uh... I'm happy that it's doing really well and it's going to sell really well because this might be the final. It might be. They might do more. But this one, they're hinting, might be the last one of the franchise. They're probably talking about uh, Dante parting ways. I'm hoping they're not killing him off in the end of this or something like that. I don't think they're going to kill him off. I think he'll have a send-off because that's a character that you really, you kind of want to keep. Well, but then again, you know, with the mythology of the game and everything, you could kill him off and just bring him back. So it's not like it's even if they do. True. Kill him I off, mean, so it's if like, he dies, where does he go? Hell, and he's already come back from there. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like it's the worst thing, cause, but you know, I do think you know this is going to be the the end of you know necess- the end of his story. And I don't know. I haven't seen the game. I haven't seen like how it ends or anything. I haven't. Sh- I've been trying to avoid the endings and the spoilers just because I do want to play through it and be surprised. So yeah. 
I've only been watching beginning game stuff, like the people doing the first like two levels and that. I haven't watched mm. anything after because I don't want to get any big spoilers myself. Yeah, so we're but definitely. It gonna, does look really good. We're gonna see. Can keep and following this and. There is something I think is really interesting the way that they did, and that's um. Let me set this up here to get it going. They went and for this game, ah oh, crap, there's that. Hold on. <laughs> We don't want ads in a live stream here. Yeah. YouTube has been ad-friendly lately. Not ad-friendly, like ad. So they added in that a new feature where they're actually, you can change it back and forth, but they have the cutscenes, they have the original and a live-action cutscene form. As you can see, if you're watching on Twitch or YouTube when it's posted afterwards, you'll see right now as I'm showing you that... You can. They have all the cutscenes are actually a live action form of the cutscene, huh. and it's really interesting. They have it set up so you can. Uh, if you don't want to see this, you want to play the game originally. You can beat the game, see the original cutscene, and afterwards you unlock it all. And look at this. This is funny. They use little action figures of the people in the combat scenes, and I found this hilarious. The little cardboard truck, all of these oh, things. Yeah, I've been watching this, and it was incredibly silly. Definitely, they put a lot of work in it. It was definitely worth a watch because of how funny and goofy and just how good that they did with this. And it's funny that they added this into their actual game. It looks really like it's it's very unexpected and it's like kind of like you definitely don't expect to see it. I, I like it. I like that it's you know it kind of takes the not that it just takes the piss, but it takes like you know. It's not. It doesn't treat itself so seriously. Like it's this big, you know. That they they're allowed. To, they're allowing themselves to have fun with it. That's what I like. And by the way, if you're not, if you're watching this on Facebook, we are. This was on Twitch. We were showing a little video gameplay to go along with it here. So, uh, if you're not watching on Twitch, Twitch, check it out right now to see what we're talking about. I'm too we're lazy. Live, to live on, on Twitch.tv/slash/video-game-gesture. And we might do this from our future podcast on Twitch. I might show what I'm doing now. A little clip of what we're talking about here it's definitely cool i'll have to we'll have to correlate the clips together so i could also you know just show it over i like it it's cool it's a little yeah fun this is little, our first trial and error fun little unique twist i must have take well take <laughs> works too but a little twist on it i like it dude this game but, looks amazing though <laughs> I, I, it does incredible. I, you, you were like teasing the hell out of me with this like i hate that i walked by Redbox <laughs> and didn't pick it up now i might have to go back out and pick this up but you know the problem is i'll be playing it all night and there's games that i have in my back catalog that i want to play oh me too especially since, especially since both ea and i think ubisoft are doing a huge massive sale on ps4 right now so Oh, are they? I haven't seen that. I've, oh, I've actually been all on PC lately, uh, so I haven't even been on the PS4 yet. Yeah, like Watch Dogs 2, I've been meaning to pick that up for the longest time, still haven't played it, but eight ninety nine on you know EA's sale, and uh, Ubisoft has something. I, I think uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is like fourteen ninety nine or nineteen ninety nine, which is a really good price <laughs> for a game that just came out in October and hasn't really seen much of a price drop. So Yeah. There's a, there was a few others that were on my list, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> huh. But we're going to jump on to our next topic. Um, I actually have something a little... Uh, it's a, a small, small little thing. Getting hit with ads. That's one thing we'll have to fix up with this 
Yes, just, ad just we'll just have to like create a, a Google a Google Red account or whatever they call it now, and be like uh, ad, ad free, ad free. I had I had it. I had a professor just complaining about this the other day. He kept showing videos and he's like, "Is this another effing ad?" And I couldn't believe he said that. Which was, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was so, like a self thought, but it was out loud and it was amazing. And yeah. So to correlate with the trailer we got now, as you see now, J.R.R. Tolkien, we got. Two things that's going with this. We meant, I believe I mentioned before, it's still not a set date yet, but the Lord of the Rings TV show is still set in production. It has been suggested that there's going to be a new, the new series, which is already the most expensive series ever produced. It's over a 250 million budget for a TV show. Now, what is this? Is it on HBO, Showtime? Is this like a, because this. I don't think they have, they didn't really pick where this is going to be set up yet. There's, it's still way too early to show. Because this is screaming HBO to me right now. I'm, if, if this, is this footage from the actual thing, or is this something No, this The footage I'm showing, the trailer right now, this is a different movie. This is a J.R.R. Tolkien movie, which is based around his life, how he was inspired, his war stories, what he did when he was growing up, how he came to write the books that he did, how he wrote the languages that he did. Huh. This is a story all on his biography about his history, where he came from. And so this is what I figured this would tie in perfectly since he's the creator. And then I will talk about the Lord of the Rings here. And there's I have quite a few things here to talk about uh, about it. Let me pull up. Actually, I'm going to show you a little, okay, this little looks map like if I can get this. This looks familiar. I have, this looks like the well, inspiration uh, is a. Uh, Another inspiration they're drawing from, and I can't think of it because I, I'm, I've seen this and I'm like, shoot. It's driving me nuts <laughs> yeah. and I can't figure it out. I'll figure it out later like I usually do in these situations. Yeah, so the TV show could follow a young Aragorn on his way to becoming the ranger that we knew him in Lord of the Rings, which uh, leads him to become the King of Don Gondor. Um, so there's certain things that are mentioned, which uh, if you want to... There's a little map I'm going to pull up in a second here that is correlated with the TV show showing what's going on. And it shows um, things such as things you found on the map by scrolling around uh, Minas Ithil and Minas Anor, which fans of the film and the book might remember them differently. They were now called Minas Tirith and Minas Morgul in the movies, which shows uh, where this could take place. Because these things were named, these ones that we see on the map, during the Second Age, which was way before the movies and all that, which you show that this TV show could take place long ago before, and showing like a young Aragorn growing up into it during the Second Age. So with that, and, say, with that all the things, what do you think is going to go on with this? Do you, do you think it's going to be as successful as, say, like the movies were, or is it something that's going to be like, you know... This is hard to do, or do you think it's better as a t like a better to in a in a uh, a TV kind of universe, a small screen? Because now you have more than just a couple hours to tell a story. You have a whole season of an hour's worth of twenty episodes. <laughs> well, I see. I think TV shows work a lot better, so I'm excited for it. I always loved Lord of the Rings, so I'm really hyped. I'm hoping that they do this TV show really well, and uh. It's I, I'm see that's one thing though. They really drew out the Hobbit. I thought 
And I thought that could have been done a lot shorter than it was. But in the end, I still really liked it. And I'm hoping that the TV show does really well as so well. So for the TV show, we have, you think we have anybody returning from, or did they confirm anyone's like, uh, uh, was, was, uh, oh my God, what is his name? Why am I blanking on his name? Oh my God, why am I blanking on the guy's name from Lord of the Rings? Uh, my... Wait, which one? I completely blanked on his name. The uh, actor who played, or yeah, like, and he's one of the main actors. I have to Google uh, this because it's Vigo? driving me nuts. Oh my god, why is Vigo the guy who played Aragorn? Oh my god, I, I'm not. It's... But anyway, we'll uh, move on. So we can never a... move on. I must figure this out. <laughs> no, we can move on. I just, it's not the biggest of deals to me to get this guy's name right, but it's just. But I have the map up showing all the places. Oh, it is Vigo. Yes, it is Vigo. Oh my God. Yeah, yes. Vigo played the. Uh, he had such a weird name, Aragorn. and I couldn't remember it. Oh my God. But so, if all their plans go well, they plan to release this TV series around 2021. They said they still have, with the huge budget they got going, they have a lot to still set up. They're gonna do huge rework on setting up the scenery, the landscape, the, the characters getting everything. They put a lot of work in the Lord of the Rings stuff. So we have a long time to wait for this yet, but we know that they have a huge budget and there we can look forward to a lot of good stuff coming for it. Well, the thing I hope with that is I hope that they don't just use the huge budget, go through all of this, and then it becomes a thing that gets shelved after they spend millions, you know, I don't. Lord of the Rings has the big names, so I really don't think that we might have that problem with this. Yeah, I would hope not, but, because that would be terrible. But it wouldn't be the first time it's happened either with these big budget things that you never know if they're going to see the light of day, especially when they have no official. But it really. Yeah. But speaking of uh, what's it? TV shows and movies and stuff. We still have while we have that. A long time to wait for the Lord of the Rings TV show. We can look forward to Netflix doing the Legend of the Zelda uh, TV show they got. The Halo TV show that should be coming out. I think it was end no wait, early next year. The game is the end of this year. Halo TV shows sometime next year. Uh, this is all movies, sarcasm. <laughs> no, this is all real. Movies. We got Sonic the Hedgehog movie. As you see, I got a little bit here. We don't see much, but a little bit of Sonic here. And the Super Mario Brothers, which comes, that's one set for 2021 or 22. So I think it was 2021. Because it was like three years out yet. So maybe it was 2022. Yeah, so I know we still have a long time to wait, but we're getting but a we lot of TV have, shows coming out. We do have way. Detective Pikachu coming out, which, but, which was true. weird because yeah. the movie looks way better than the game was. Because the game was weird and very short and not much going on in it. Like it was very, it was very easy game. It was one of the easier games because there wasn't much going on, but the movie <laughs> looks amazing in comparison to the game. So I don't. Yeah, I did hear complaints about the game that for that reason, they took battles, combats out. There was no more Pokemon battles. and It was just weird. It was like this weird side story where you were trying to like, you were picking up like these really easy clues and like there was no challenge in it at all. It was just like, everything was pretty much handed to you. So if you weren't getting it, it was just kind of like nudging you in the right direction. Like, hey, dumbass, you know, but. <laughs> huh. 
Yeah, it wasn't. But I mean, a lot of like what you see in the clips of the movie, like the the, the dumb boy attack, trying to attack someone with a stapler, like that happens in the game. So it was very, you know, it looks like it's very much taking a lot from the game. So <laughs> where he's like, I'm not afraid to use this. You're gonna like, what are you gonna do with a stapler? Are you gonna staple them to death? Like, <laughs> huh? Yeah. But yeah, we saw a lot of that in. I don't know. We'll see what's going on with all of that. I mean, I'm also looking forward to the Mario movie because it's got a great studio behind it. So it's going to do well, I think. So possibly. We'll have to wait for that one to see. That one's a while's out yet, though. We say that now, but then we'll like. Then we'll be like, wow, we just feels like we're just talking about that yesterday, and it's really been three years. <laughs> yeah. But... So jumping in my next topic here, we got um just released, and if you've read through the patch notes in the Sony software version 6.5, in these patch notes, it shows that the uh, there's introducing remote play. Yes, I means... was going then... to bring this up to you, and I'm glad you brought it up because... Yeah, since uh, they dropped their PS Vita officially, uh-huh. it's confirmed that they're done. They brought it in now. Uh, since it's no longer supported, they're moving on to mobile, mobile. now. Yeah. PS4 Start, starting directly. With, starting with iOS, unfortunately, but because every, everything starts with iOS, which is stupid. But, but yes, yeah, so that's where directly to your mobile device, but right now only for the iOS. So, But that's where it kind of ties into another thing I'm about to say. The Android doesn't get it yet, but it's also bad news for fans of the DualShock controller because apparently they won't correctly sync to the iOS device like they do with the Android when they're mm, playing on the Android. When that's people play Fortnite, one of the things I was reading as well. They don't. And but I mean, have you used have you played around with remote play with anything? I, I've you know I've sometimes used it on my desktop, but um, yeah, I've played around with the for the. DualShock, I've connected it with the remote play to play with the remote play with Vita. And now I never play with the Android yet, but there's also, they were stating that uh, there is no way that the DualShock 4 will ever be able to update and pair to the iOS device unless Apple radically reworks the iOS because they're looking the way the iOS software is set up, it blocks all that kind of connection. So basically, so they need what to completely they need to change. do is they need to see what Android has been doing for the last five years. And then just be like, oh, okay, well, now we can implement that. Like they always do. So, <laughs> yeah, so, pretty much. That's so, what they so need to. Now that remote play is coming to that, it should be working correctly by 2024. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, they should just jump right into Android or something. But Apple, this isn't the first one we've seen. I forget what they all were, but a lot of times Apple has blocks on their software that prevents. They're trying to make it safety, but it ends up backfiring and stopping mm-hmm. them from getting a lot of the stuff come their way. And it's, it's unfortunate too, because it doesn't. That's why a lot of people go to Android is because you have your customization options with Android. You know, you have a lot more flexibility with what, you know. It's like jumping through hoops if you even want to download third-party apps on Apple. Like whereas in Android, you just you just hit oh allow this app. It might it might infect your phone. That's okay. But and then Apple, on the other hand, they're like, no, 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 no. This will infect your phone. We're doing you a favor by not allowing you to install this. So it's like, 
Yep, I've never gotten the virus on my uh, Android. Neither have I. And I've had several different versions of Androids throughout the years, you know, and I've never once had any kind of, you know, weird, weird malware thing where, you know, Momo came up and told me to kill myself or... You know, oh, wait, that's not a virus. That's just a... <laughs> hmm. We but should show Momo right now. <laughs> we know. Since we're on Sony topic and Sony not going to E3... Another big person has pulled yeah. out. Well, and I don't know if you, you want to. If, if you want to call this big, I mean, I they probably well, they probably couldn't charge people enough to you know they probably had to buy a ticket to their presentation, but then that ticket only lets you st stand in line, and then you had to like buy another ticket to unlock <laughs> the chance to get into the auditorium, because that's how EA works. <laughs> But also the air inside, if you want to breathe that, you had to pay for that. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, they're going to just pump carbon uh, carbon monoxide throughout. And, you know, <laughs> you have to pay Plus, extra for the monoxide detector. They said everyone was going to stand in there, but then you'd have to buy the DLC to actually see the show that they were going to perform. Oh, of course, of course. But, yeah, no, this is, this is just EA. You know, they're saying, of course, that they're skipping the press conference this year and replacing it with multiple live streams that will air during the first two days of the event. So, kind of, I guess, maybe like what Nintendo does with the Direct, not having a, a live conference, but having, you know, like how Nintendo does their Direct and then they do like their Treehouse thing. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be the same, the same way with that. And they're still Probably. doing, they're still doing EA Plays Fan Fest. So, I it mean. It seems everyone's starting to break away from that route and E3 is slowly dropping down and it seems everyone's kind of going off in their own direction their own kind of way like, of coming I, about it, it sounds like they still have a presence at the show but they're not doing a live a live you know a thing a live just a live they're just doing a stream in, in advance but they're not going to be having the stage show like basically just microsoft at this point <laughs> yeah because i think they're the microsoft and ubisoft are probably the only ones doing a live show this year yeah, it seems that way. It's getting small, smaller and smaller. Yeah, because Sony is... Sony didn't even announce if they're even doing anything, like, during that... If they have any kind of press conference or anything. Like they're not, um, they had... They, early this year, they had some kind of showing where they showed off a bunch, and that they're more for pressing for the future kind of things. They do have something else coming up in the future. I forgot what it is. A Sony, like, kind of their own little show. So maybe like the Sony Experience that they canceled last year, because in September they every September they do the Sony Experience show or whatever it's called, and then they may have just decided they decide to forego it last year, but maybe they have something for this year. But you know, they do have The Last of Us Two coming out, and I think Death Stranding is that uh is that a PS4 exclusive or is that? Yeah, I believe last I checked that was. So, so I mean, there's those two; those are the big ones, and. That's it. And I mean, did they, what else did they announce last year that hasn't come out yet, or hasn't really come out? Yet? I know they have a God of War two continuing oh, really? on the story. That's going to be a big one that there you have coming out. Sorry and, for the sorry for the clanking here. <laughs> and I know PlayStation they're currently leading the market by a big amount in the VR market so they're going to be pushing a lot of vr games too oh i have which is i have, get, I have ghetto of... vr news too by the way what's your ghetto vr <laughs> ghetto v... but before i get to that i was just, i was just looking up to see what sony showed off at e3 and i completely forgot they um there was the last of us 2 
There was Ghost of, uh, Ghost of, what was this? Sushiyama? Sushiyami? Yeah, yeah, that actually, it's kind of following the ways of, uh, like, Dark Souls games. It's supposed to be taking over them and being a new, really hard type of game. That hasn't come out yet as far as I, uh, Control, I forgot all about Control. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 was shown off, that came out. Kingdom Hearts obviously came out. Death Stranding has not come out. Uh, Nio 2 has not come out. Spider-Man came out. That's pretty much the highlights. Um, But yeah, my ghetto VR news is uh, Nintendo is kind of experimenting with it a little bit through their um, through their 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 Labo thing that they got that that cardboard thing. So basically, if you've ever used your like the Google Cardboard VR, it's kind of literally Google Cardboard VR. (laughs) Nintendo is releasing a VR Labo kit. And they haven't said much about it other than it's coming out in April. It has this uh, this goofy-looking cardboard camera peripheral thing. And a lot of people are now demanding that they do Pokemon Snap. So, <laughs> they're like... In a cardboard yeah. box. Yeah, they're still trying to make Labo. There's a weird elephant one. I don't know what the hell that is. There's... Yeah, they're trying to make Labo a thing. It's just not taking off... Uh, the Labo has had its place more on the educational route, as I talked about in the past with, you know, like elementary schools to just teach kids how to code. That's the best usage of Labo so far. It's not like a mainstream thing like, you know, how like We Fit was kind of a slow moving thing at first, but then kind of exploded. It's not like, but Nintendo does that. They'll do these useless peripherals throughout time that, you know, and they stand behind them, like the Power Glove, uh, the Nintendo robot thing, and, uh, oh my god, what else have they had over the years? You know, a lot of gimmicky things like that that they stick with, and they stick with until they die. So... (laughs) Yeah, they certainly do. But that's just about it. Uh, You know, they're calling it the VR toy concept. Uh... Like I said, it comes with like this weird rocket launcher thing, and I don't know. It's just it's it's weird. Uh, I want them to actually like kind of if they were going into VR, I want them to go in a more serious route with it. But I don't think they know what they're doing right now. So, so I don't really see, not to insult them, but I don't really see Nintendo having the capability. It's great. I I didn't even think they have the capability to do the mobile console controller like they did, even though uh-huh. they dominate in uh, mobile. I didn't think they'd have be able to do the technology to get a console, but I don't see them having the capabilities of doing VR. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm on, I don't think they're going to go full-fledged with it. I think it's just going to be contained to this Labo kit, and that's the, you know... I mean, they were ahead of the curve, if you think about, like... If you look at the Virtual Boy, and that tanked so hard, but that was a thing that was, like, 20 years before its time. You know, nobody want uh, like the idea of VR back then was cool, but nobody wanted to do it in a red monochrome, you know, nauseating headache. <laughs> no. So, you know, if they had the capability of doing full color, it still would have been a little hokey looking back in the day because of how limited you know graphics were back then. But it might have actually done a little bit better if they had waited like maybe ten years. But I don't know. Uh, that's it for that. I mean, that's it for that VR news. I do have other Nintendo sure. news to touch upon, but we can get to that later. I just want before we do that, two last movies since we touched TV shows and movies. Two more, a TV show and a movie that'll be coming out. The both 
really soon that are really highly hyped. Uh-huh. The one, April 14th, 2019, the highly anticipated, we didn't get it last year, they skipped it and they're putting it out this year, the season finale of Game of Thrones coming out April yeah, 14th. They, they did skip that last year. I remember that. I remember a lot of people were pissed off about that too because they wanted to just... Yeah. But, you know, I'm kind of glad they waited a bit because, you know, sometimes you need that break in between. And the second one, as you've been watching, if you're on Twitch and all that, Endgame coming out April 26th of 2019. The finale, again, a lot of finales we have coming out. I don't know if the last season of The Walking Walking Dead is ending as well, no? Were you telling me that? They're still continuing. They got another season coming out. They had another season. I thought you were saying something about a spinoff, or did I imagine this? There is a spinoff. It's not the finale of the show. So what's happening with the um, what's happening with the the Walking Dead? Rick left the show, and he's doing a three stage movie where he's gonna he's done with the show for good, and he's gonna do a three part movie, which is gonna follow what happens in the show, but off on his own. It's gonna take place like ten years into the future of the show. The TV show will still continue and play its normal route like it normally has. And now, so that'll keep going. But the one that is coming to an end, the Arrow TV show, that's getting its final conclusion. And it's only 10 episodes long. This is a weird one because this isn't a Disney thing. So, (laughs) but I guess it's time to wrap that story up, though, with. See, I thought after season like five, it started getting kind of bland and all that and it became more of a drama than anything so it's time to wrap arrow up but he did say that the uh actor stephen amell he did say it's not the end of arrow his character himself he will still be coming back and the other people show he will have other things coming up for him he's moving to professional wrestling now he's going to be with aew and we're all uh (laughs) no just that one time but he will still be in the other, the Flash. Well, he did. All the, the other he shows. did a couple other times. He did a, a couple appearances outside of like he did this one indie show where he wrestled with um, um, Cody Rhodes, and they did some sort of thing together. And uh, he joined the Bullet Club, and that was a big thing. And I didn't follow it too closely, but you know, he improved a lot from where he, I mean, he did a good appearance from when he was there, but. The problem I had was he wasn't very good at selling the moves, but he was good at performing the moves. So, but he improved heaps. But I don't know if that's in his future. So, uh, I don't think so. Look it he up. Mentioned. Watch it. You'll see. <laughs> uh, a pass. But he will uh, be still coming on to the. And I'm. I have high hopes with the other shows coming to a conclusion that they're going to start doing uh, like what they do with the other shows all intertwining they should bring all the shows together into one show since they're going to be wrapping up flash pretty soon that'll be finishing up as well right. so they'll be able to bring the characters all over together into one show so i'm just wondering if disney is also trying to acquire uh you know all these other <laughs> and have it there be their streaming service be the go-to for all of that but i don't know maybe disney's got the money they're trying to take the take way over that they the can. world. Take over the world. But, so, is that all you got for movie news? Yeah, that's it for the movie news. What else you got for me? Uh, my final thing I have is uh, anyone fan of with the Blizzard 
there's uh diablo one is yes. coming back and it'll be available to buy again on gog.com gog has been buying up the license for all the old forgotten games and bringing them back like empire earth all these ones that i used to play a long time ago so they already have plans to buy warcraft orc and humans and warcraft 2 to bring them and they're also hinting at getting diablo 2 even though diablo 2 is still around in itself they're working on buying it out they're working with blizzard now to bring that over too so and i'm pretty sure blizzard's at the point where they'll just give it because they're i don't know what's going on they said they're not struggling they're not struggling for money they're not hurting (laughs) but keep saying that i'm excited because just last month i even went actually one second here this will be the in-between where i talk I went and got my whole Diablo box set where I was trying to play Diablo, get it all installed, but it's it it wasn't working on their servers well. So now it'll be cheap and easy to get it on GOG.com. Hey, that's like my life. Cheap and easy, man. Cheap and easy. So the only final thing I had was... um, well, if that's all you had for Diablo, because I was reading about that, I was going to mention it to you, and I'm glad you brought it up because I completely forgot about it until you brought it up. So <laughs> that's that's all I got. That's how that's how you roll today. Um, I knew I touched upon Friday the Thirteenth on the Switch. That was uh, you know a shock of an announcement for some, uh, especially following Dead by Daylight. But the pro- the difference here is allegedly uh, Friday is supposed to actually run so i don't know how that's gonna go i mean i really i you know i'm i'm very skeptical to see if they're gonna pull us off they say black tower is handling it and they're determined to get it looking good they were making sure that you know things that you know there were certain things that were going on in the game like Uh, This guy fires a flare gun while two other people are beating up on Jason. They're making sure that the screen could handle all that action going on. And then they had said uh, about things people were asking questions. They did a whole question and answer thing. And one of the big things was proximity of voice chat. They're using Switch's native capability of it. The same system that Fortnite used for voice chat. They actually are working with the same people. They're like, hey, you know, you did it for Fortnite. Do it for our game. So... I don't know. They're supposed to be showing off gameplay within the next week or two. We'll see how it goes. I, like I said, I'm very skeptical right now. But, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I would like to see it do well. Just so, you know, gun can, gun media can get their, you know, even more money. <laughs> but they allegedly... <laughs> and then run away again. Yes. They allegedly aren't charging full price either. So it's allegedly going to be like a $20, $30 game depending when it comes out. Because it's like See, I would hope so. If it's a port, no port should ever be full price. Yeah. So they're, they ports said, are not done well. They said that they're not going to go full price with it because it wouldn't be fair to, you know, especially when they can't even. Okay, let me rephrase that. Especially when they're not adding new content. So you know. Yeah. They're, because they can't. Um, <laughs> even though they've been given permission to. Oh yeah, I feel like there's. Oh yeah, they got—they even got Victor Miller's blessing. Yeah, you see, he even he put a tweet out where he said, "I never once stopped them from doing all this. They put it on themselves. I just wanted my recognition and kind of thing." Where, yeah, I don't have updates about the lawsuit either. It's been very standstill, as far as I know. You know, the appeal could have been filed, and it has yet to be a—it fi- has yet to be a filed, 
Wow. It has yet to be filed. <laughs> when you combine appeal with file, that's what you've got to filed. But yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got for that. I've been following it, and I'm going to see if the gameplay video checks out. Hopefully it's better looking than Dead by Daylight, but, you know, kind of if you think about it, uh, Friday is not a very huge, like, visual intensive game in regards to, you know, because there's still times I feel like I'm playing it that I'm, I'm playing like a, kind of like a PS3 type game, so. yeah kind of thumbed down a little bit so yeah it's not a very visually intense game so not as goofy as the dead by daylight looking thing so we'll see and oh, by the by way daylight. Dead, dead by daylight has oh yeah dead by daylight's coming to switch too and that has uh, hmm. a new dlc coming sometime they still don't even have dedicated servers so they got to get their crap see, together <laughs> i'm not i'm not too surprised about that one since dead by daylight is dominating the whole What's it? Four v one, five v one, four v one market. They're dominating that. They're above everyone else. Their sales are high. They're doing really well. They're always working on their game. They're constantly adding new content, new everything. They're they're really up there. They're the number one in that four v one market game. Yeah, I mean for now. I mean until um, last year, the nightmare is supposed to be due on console sometime this summer or this fall. See? So. What's that, the DLC map pack? That's the that game that you wanted to check out a while ago. It takes place in the it, high school. That's already out, though. I've been yeah. playing that. Well, it's out on PC. But on, on the, oh, right, yeah. But it's I've not, been playing uh, on PC. But it's not it's... out on console yet. Maybe they, they, they're putting it on console this year. I was going to get it, but it's not worth 30 bucks. So No, I can't say it was fun for a little bit, but it will. it's not going to compete with Dead by Daylight. Yeah, unless they come out with some sort of deal. I've been hearing that. I've been hearing that it's very limited as far as its replay value. But then again, yeah. I, I kind of feel the same way about... See, a lot of people say... I don't want to go into too much into this, but a lot of people say like Dead by Daylight is this amazing game, and it's it's okay, but it's like, for me, after a few rounds, I'm like, this is boring. All I'm doing is fixing generators and exiting. But that, That's how all of those kind of 4v1s uh, are... But then people are like, oh no, there's so much depth to it. You have to, if you have the right perks and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I just don't see it. Like, it I, it's, is. It's, you it's, do have to level up a lot and then yeah. you get, you have to build your character the correct way. And it's, I guess if it's, it's fun if you have the right people, you're playing with the right people. So that's where I'll, we, I'll leave it with that because we have to wrap up because we are running out of time. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to end the show with that. And if you're, well, always good YouTube to ones, end on a gonna... rant always good to end on a rant remember that people yeah. remember that keep them keep them coming back <laughs> so hope you like this podcast and we'll be sure to check us out next week and until then yes. have a good night and oh